0: That was our best ever, man. Damn. Yeah, okay. we show Casey every time.
1: <laughs> um, Casey, come through for the sync clap and then get the fuck out. Yeah. Yeah, Casey, we don't really want you on the episode, but you're great. Oh my the my sync God. clap. Uh, so hi, welcome back to Obscure Broadcasting's podcast, uh, Small Brains Big Picks. Brought to you as always by Murray's Rugs. Murray's Rugs.
0: Man, Murray's Rugs. Uh, I just, I don't usually do this, but I want to tell a quick story. Okay. So uh, I mean, you, no, do alway, you do always I, do this. Yeah, I do. Uh, so <laughs> I, I was uh, the other day. I was I was walking through my apartment. We we don't have a rug. I hadn't met Murray. You um, have floor to floor carpeting. Right. You don't have rugs. We're, wearing <laughs> wearing my wearing my socks. Slip and fall. Ended up in a lawsuit. Workers comp. You know the whole story. Um, I met Murray in rehab,
1: right? And Murray... I mean, what what else can you say about about the rugs? Um, You... You went to rehab for like an ankle injury. Yeah, there were some. There were some other issues that followed. Oh, okay, ankle yep. injury. yeah, um, yeah. So, I mean, what else can you say about Murray uh, and his
0: rugs? Um, Casey, I know you got some Murray's rugs.
2: Man, the thing that I can tell you about Murray's <laughs> is that I mean, people prioritize when they're buying rugs, you know, being able to wipe off stains. Murray prides himself in kind of like honoring those stains, and they stay
1: forever. Mm, yeah, yeah. So when you have the kind of carpet burn that <laughs> that burns with the uh with the heat of a thousand suns think murray's he <laughs> right. doesn't he doesn't have a website or but if uh, or a brick and mortar uh, store but he
0: hangs out a lot uh on the the liquor store around uh what is it it's it's like liver Noise in michigan there's a liquor yeah. store he hangs out around there pretty frequently like thursday evenings so if you see him uh stop tell him what's up yeah you uh, throw my
1: name tell him not my last name. big pics sent yeah. you uh <laughs> And uh, you, you'll get 15% off your first So purchase. anyway,
0: uh, tell me about yourself. Who are you? Uh,
1: I'm Andrew Alden, and I am a mediocre preparer of the podcast.
0: Oh, that's beautiful. Um, and I'm I'm Evan, and uh, I lost three high school state championship games and won zero. Um, and we are thrilled to have on the podcast today a uh, good friend, colleague of mine, um, and a, a excellent person of many different things and knows knows a lot about a lot um my buddy casey uh, so tell us about yourself casey hey what's
2: up um i'm casey um and a fun fact um about me is recently i've been going on um deep dives into youtube on uh, chiropractic cracking videos um really? yeah it's just like not... an
1: asmr thing
2: yeah definitely yeah <laughs> okay yeah. okay i'm not in an asmr Particularly, but for
0: you are now, yeah,
1: yeah, for real. Yeah. yeah. If okay. you if you see like a super arthritic lady in the thumbnail, does that just like really <laughs> oh, get you man. going? Yeah, I have to. I have to contain myself. So
0: depending you know. on your answer, we may or may not edit this out. But are you generally clothed during these deep dives?
2: Always clothed. Okay, <laughs> okay. but I'm just in it for the sounds, you know. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the... A purist,
1: a purist. A, yeah, yeah. a purist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you don't like the, the things no. that have no. done to the game. No. Yeah, without a doubt. Um, so this is the cinco. It is. Uh, we're gonna lay into some topics here. Get our quick reaction. Good. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So uh, we're let's get into the cinco here. We starting have starting five. The cinco. cinco. Beautiful. Um yes uh when you're feeling alone think of the Cinco. <laughs> um so I think Casey will let you go last sure, since you're yeah. the honored guest um and you got such a comfortable chair so right. um I'll go first. <laughs> so right. Stephen Wright knuckleball pitcher for the Red Sox today got served with an 80 game suspension for his first violation of performance enhancing drug spots.
0: Yeah, I mean I'll I'll take this first uh, being a huge Red Sox fan, obviously it's, it's some it's not good. I think they won, they won last year. Not, I think I know they won last year and he wasn't a big factor on that team. No, So it doesn't make me feel as if it's a huge loss for the team. The thing that honestly instantly comes to my mind is thinking about Wakefield and how, how characteristic of our childhood it was to have a knuckleballer on the Sox. Right. And it was, it was always kind of a comfort, like a to have to know that we had a knuckleballer still who actually can really throw he
1: had Um, he had a really good year two years ago
0: and and he can pitch he's he's the real deal he's just dealt with a lot of injuries probably why he went to peds um and and some office
1: he had that domestic violence thing
0: yeah so like you know he's he's not no wake but wakes a once in a generation type dude a once in a lifetime type dude i guess um so it's a shame uh Mm -hmm. don't do drugs kids right um anything to add i know you're not a Sox fan necessarily. yeah i
2: don't i don't follow much baseball but the first thing that comes to mind is like if you're throwing knucklers why are you taking peds but i guess i think it's, it's hurt, an injury so. recovery yeah, thing. yeah yeah yeah,
0: yeah, so yeah. I, I get it I, yeah. I think honestly for pitchers it's more usually an injury recovery thing and not a strength yeah.
1: thing right right and the thing is his that. injury that he was out for last year was a knee thing so if anything it's a knee issue okay yeah um i mean you still have to throw the ball like 80 miles an hour right. which is not you know right. easy to do Um, Evan, what's your first one?
0: Cool. So uh, my first one is um, the senator from the state of Vermont, Bernie Sanders, declared his presidency, his candidacy for presidency Mm -hmm. the other day, and he raised $5.9 million in the first 24 hours. 223,000 plus different donors um, put that together. An average donation of, I feel like I read, somewhere in the $20 range. Um, Yeah, I'll leave it to you all. What what do you think?
1: Go, Go ahead.
2: Um, man, I, I I supported Bernie in the in the primary. Um, ended up voting for Hillary to choose the lesser two mm-hmm. evils. But, um, the question then becomes like, it, it's all about representation now, mm-hmm. and so like we have a bunch of candidates. Bernie has normalized really progressive platforms. Um, and so like, do we need another white guy? Um, or can we? Is America ready for? A person of color or a woman to who was running on similar platforms, mm. are we ready to take that step? Um, and then the conversation becomes about electability and is America ready and et cetera. But I don't know. Yeah,
1: yeah, I, I'm a little, I'm a little concerned. I was concerned when he ran last time that he was too old, and and I think that will be even more. I mean, it's, he's four years older, and that will be even more of a concern mm. now. I mean, he's, he's roughly the same age as Donald Trump, which is kind of funny. Yeah. That uh, I think that. I don't know, and I hope that if he doesn't get the nomination that his voter base still turns out like you did for Hillary. I think that's a big that's to me that's right. the big big negative side to this. Like, yeah, he raised a ton of money and people really like him and he ran a really great campaign last time out. I'm just a little worried right. that
0: And and oh we can move on after after this, but I just I think uh so I just watched his Breakfast Club interview with, with Charlemagne and DJ and V and M and he like they started off the whole thing. Charlemagne asked him, uh, we've had 44 out of our 45 presidents have been white guys. Do we need another one? And his response was like, well, no, but I think you need me. Um, mm. And I, I think that there's something to that of like, do we need another white guy in the presidency that doesn't necessarily look like what America looks like? No. But a lot of these policies, even though other people have embraced them, like Bernie's been embracing all these things he's been saying that other people have said for four six Three years or twenty-five minutes. He's literally been saying the same shit since the sixties. Like mm-hmm. um I think there's something pretty powerful about that consistency. Um
1: so I mean yeah. I, I mean I, it's a, it's a probably a broader topic than we want to do for the starting starting five. Um the Cinco. The Cinco, uh, yes, yes, yes. Um but I think it's a it's an interesting we'll see what happens. Um Bernie as a candidate. Uh it, I mean, we all like him in this room, yeah. um, but the the worry, I the same. That's a, it's a big worry that he'll split the voter base. Um, I mean, people just didn't turn out for Hillary. That just then they had voted yeah. for Bernie like crazy. The electability
0: piece and right. the electability piece.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, but moving on. Uh, so, this year's Celtics team, like last year's Celtics team, was branded as like Kyrie Irving's Celtics. They basically said when he, they traded for him when he came over from the Cavaliers that this was kind of part of this new rebranding of the Celtics. Hadn't been no team leader since basically Paul Pierce. Are um, Kyrie Irving Celtics, and they've had pretty pretty up and down success this year, um, less interesting than Marcus Smart's Celtics.
0: Man, you you know you know that I think they are. Uh I am I've been pretty critical recently of Kyrie. I just I feel like I watch almost every Celtics game and I just feel like the, the pace of play slows down. You turn six, seven pass possessions into twenty seconds of dribbling and Kyrie taking a shot and he's excellent. He's the most talented player on the team. But between that and the fact that anyone from Ben Simmons to fucking Kemba Walker can put him in the post. Like, that's a problem. Um, and he's, he's like such a liability defensively. And then it just, the attitude in terms of, I feel like he has not grown into a great leader. Like he's uncomfortable with the responsibility. He doesn't know how to do it. Um, every time he comes out of the game, I give a little light golf clap of like, all right, we can make a comeback now. Marcus smart can lead us to a comeback. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's my my answer is very straightforward. Um, what do you think, Case?
2: Man, I I just I'm like a sucker for good basketball, and I love when the Celtics are clicking. It's just like it's beautiful to watch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's for for the Celtics to get to that level, he's gonna have to change his game, or I don't know something's gonna shift. But I think Stevens is smart enough to either like adapt it. But we've been saying this for forever. So, really, I, I really just don't know. I don't yeah. know.
0: And I want to drop it there because my next uh, Cinco topic is Celtics, who have been straight up bad recently, who I've been, like, even at our Thanksgiving episode, I believe, or maybe it was a around Christmas episode, I was like, yo, this team I don't necessarily believe in anymore. Like, mm-hmm. I, it's yeah, been yeah. going on long enough that I'm like, I really I I um, don't think they're gonna win the Eastern Conference anymore. Well, they're in Right practice, when right. I had really decided that and they're in 5th right now. Just whatever. They beat the Warriors by 30 last night. Mm-hmm. Um and in my opinion it was the first time I've ever seen Gordon Hayward in a Celtics uniform look confident. Mm-hmm. Um he scored 30. They beat the Warriors by 30. It was an end-to-end just destruction. Yeah. Um, does that change, kind of coming off the conversation we just had, does that change one game for, for either of y'all?
2: So I was happy to see Gordon go off last night. Um, to be fair, there's an asterisk because Clay was out. But, Facts. Facts. but it's nice to see what happens when Gordon Hayward looks like he's not playing two weeks after an injury. It looked like he was like playing full speed. Mm-hmm. There's no hesitation in his game. He's exploding a little bit more. He had like a yeah. a pick six
0: or There but. was uh, there was one play where he that it sticks out to me so much and it was a small thing, but he drove hard through the lane to the left and No, he was coming off the ball. He caught a pass going full speed to the left, planted hard with his left foot, spun and hit a fadeaway like mid range jumper, and it was the most like quick confident thing that i have ever seen him do hands down yeah. in Celtics uniform and in that moment i was like i think he i think something just clicked for him
2: well he he came to boston i mean I, there was so much hype for him coming to boston boston loves a great white basketball player right Thanks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. and he was the great white hope coming from utah i mean he's probably the best white american basketball player at the time he was coming to boston and then mm-hmm. that injury so it's like can he Get back to that Utah Gordon Hayward, and how dangerous does that make the Celtics? You know, yep. um,
1: I mean, I, I feel I feel that it. I would like for him to perform at the level that he was performing when he was uh, playing for, in Utah, but I just kind of feel like it's like a pitcher's elbow injury. When you have a, a leg injury and in you're a basketball player, it's always in the back of it's, the line. it's always mm-hmm. it's it, you're. I mean, it's always going to be there okay. and. Whether that is you're as strong as you were, I mean, it's it's I think it always will come out in the wash. I think like you know you you can have some good games. I don't know. I think the the Celtics could put it together in a playoff run. I mean, maybe the adversity is what they need. I think that it's interesting that they had this big win against the Warriors last night because I, I was reading that the Celtics have quote moved on from Kyrie Irving.
0: Right, which, I mean, is, is all media bullshit. Like, they ain't moved on. They're in the middle of the season. He's not going anywhere right now. Like, nobody has moved on. Maybe the front office is, has, is already starting to think about really considering their options in the offseason um, in terms of him wanting to leave. But, like, but I, I think, think the focus needs to – we're so intent on moving forward. The focus needs to remain here.
1: But I think and, – and this will be – I'll say I'll the last word on this. I think that it psychologically could be, like, we're going to stop entertaining you on all these things on, you know, we're going to stop. Stop pampering you. Pa- stop pampering you and, like, mm-hmm. focus on basketball. Do your job,
0: and then, like, we can fucking make peace and say goodbye. And talk
1: about, yeah, like, next season, next season.
0: Yeah. All right, Case, what you got for us?
1: Okay,
2: so my inaugural Cinco edition. Ooh. Okay, so I was watching the Rockets last night. They mm-hmm. somewhat dominated the Raptors in the fourth quarter and beat them on the road by 10, but, like, the fourth, I mean, a, In reality, it was like more of a 15, 20-point show of domination because they played defense in the fourth quarter. Mm. Um, And the TNT commentators were just raving over it. They're like, oh, Harden's playing defense. Look at these guys playing defense. So my question to y'all is, can the Rockets push the Warriors far enough in the Western Conference Finals to A, win, or B, make them fight enough to where they They're lose time. at least two games in the NBA Finals.
0: So I'll, I'll take this first because mm-hmm. I was just having this conversation with someone right before I got here. Of, And I questioned myself already a little bit in terms of matchups. Maybe I'm wrong about this. Um, but I like the Thunder against the Warriors more than I like the Rockets, actually. And I think it is no small thing. When you think about how the Rockets have been playing, of course Paul is back, but Capella being back, like that does in a big way change their team, being Fareed. able to go from Farid well Farid being added, but Fareed was basically filling in Capella's mm. spot. And Farid is nice, but he's he doesn't do what Capella does for mm-hmm. them. Um so I think Capella may take them to the next level, but I man, I like the I like the way the Thunder can match up and do dynamic different things against the the Warriors. I like um the way that Adams can kind of neutralize cousins if he is to be relied upon. I like the way that um Westbrook can increase the pace of the game in, in like a half court sense and, and that they have multiple weapons. Um and what's his name? Uh Jeremy Jeremy uh Jeremy Grant. Yeah is four. is not a joke. Yeah. I since I've been watching him, he's I really now. like him yeah. and he's defensively, I think he's something. Yeah. Um so I I'm, I'm watching out for the Thunder more than the the okay. Rockets. Um Andrew you have I a mean
1: thought? yeah, my, my thoughts are that like in general the narrative the the dramatic narrative is better if it's the Thunder versus the Warriors and mm-hmm. the Rockets versus the Warriors, but um you have to you have to figure that the extra games are at some point going to start to take a toll on the Warriors? Yeah. They've played high leverage basketball. Granted, they've been the best team, but they've played a lot more games than, than almost everyone In else. NBA, it's, a, it's a lot.
0: Like you're playing, you're playing another fucking yeah. third, more than a third of a season right. plus summer ball. Right. All that. Like this. Right. That it is.
1: You're you're absolutely right. Um, so I think yeah. a, a hungry, either a hungry Rockets team or a hungry Thunder team, could push. Could 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 cause some issues for the warriors in the west. Yep. Yeah.
0: Um so yeah, no I I I think it's it's typical filmmaker to go to the narrative of uh, right. what what you imagine being written in documentary but uh cool, take us out of here, Andrew.
1: Uh so thank you so much for watching. This has been the Cinco. Casey's going to stay on and we're going to do a, another episode with him. So thank you so much for watching. Please uh like and subscribe if that's your thing. Um don't forget to check out more Or uh,
0: watch chiropractic yeah videos on mute while you listen to us if that's your thing also
1: yeah um, or watch us on mute and listen to chiropractic we'll, we'll insert yeah. some nice chiropractor pops here nice <laughs> all right all right are so, we uh, gonna go get a beer uh, uh, uh are we uh what are you doing with your mic i was gonna go get a beer oh
0: nos vemos Ah, uh, nos vemos do we do that on the sick?